0: Welcome to the Keto Lifestyle Podcast hosted by nutritional coach Jessica Tai, where we are dedicated to promoting health and overall well-being through nutrition, specifically the ketogenic diet. We will provide you with all the latest science in nutrition, interviews with experts in the health and wellness field, and answer all your burning questions so you can find optimal health. This podcast is not intended to be used as medical advice and is to be used for informational purposes only. Please contact your doctor with any and all medical questions. Now here's Jessica. Hello and welcome to the Keto Lifestyle Podcast. This is your host, as always, Jessica Tai, nutritional therapy practitioner here, and we are on episode number 76, which I kind of feel like is a big deal. I feel like, I don't know, we've like rounded a corner or something. 75 was awesome. Even episode 50, I felt like was really cool to get under my belt. And I definitely feel better uh, doing them and a little bit easier doing podcasts now, 76 episodes in, um, finally. So anyway, um, (laughs) I've got some really great information to share with you guys this week. Um, So you may know that not this past weekend, but the weekend before I was actually out in Portland, Oregon for the Nutritional Therapy Association's um, annual conference and um, got a lot of really great information from that conference and just have a few things that I want to share with you guys in regards to kind of um, some of the some of the tidbits that I learned there were so there was so much good information there were some great vendors great speakers, just a lot of really good things to learn out there and bring back to my own practice. So I really appreciated um, just everything that I learned. But there were a few tidbits that I really felt like I could not wait to get back and share with you all. So unfortunately, as much as I wanted to share it quickly, Without going into all the detail, I have been in and out of the shop with my computer, my Mac, and um, long story short, it is completely, it was fried. Um, I lost pretty much everything that I had on there, and I am now um, working on a new computer and um, rebuilding everything that I had on the old one, Um, but anyway, so it has definitely held me up and is the reason for my delayed um, release of a podcast this week. But I have been very excited to get this information to you guys, and I'm going to kind of jump around a little bit here, I think, and um, we'll be referencing things on my computer because I want to share with you guys some of the websites of these um, speakers that I really am very interested in and some of the... some of the people that had um, different booths set up, some of the different vendors that were there that I really think you guys will get a lot of value out of. And so I wanna be able to reference those for you so you can go to those sites. And I will put this information also in the show notes. So in order to access the show notes, you would have to go to um, where my my podcast is hosted, which is through Podbean. So you would go to Podbean, it's P-O-D, b e a n dot com, and then you would just search for keto lifestyle. My podcast will pop up, and then you can um, just click on the actual episode, and it'll show you all of the show notes. Um, and then I get questions. Sometimes people say, "Oh, well, I went and I can't find. It only goes to episode 15 or whatever, and I can't, I can't get any more." If you scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page when you're on Podbean, there's a little bitty link. And it is easy to miss, so I understand why people miss it, but there's a little link at the bottom of the page, and I don't have it pulled up in front of me right now, so I can't remember exactly what it says. Um, I can see if I can try to pull it up. But it says like, um, I think it says more episodes, and so you will click that that says more episodes. It'll pull up the next episodes, and then you would have to scroll down to the bottom of the page again to pull up the next set of episodes. So it's like one, you know, it gives you a a few episodes at a time. So I am on Podbean right now. So it actually says load more is what it says. And so if you go all the way down to the bottom and hit load more, it'll load the next episodes. Um, I don't know why they do it that way. That's just the way they do it. And I believe that it will start out with the most recent recorded episode. And then it'll, yes, that's what it does. And then it goes, Um, like on the first page, it goes all the way to episode 66 and then you would have to hit load more and it'll load the next like 10 episodes. And then, so you have to do that on every page. Um, if there's another way to do it, I'm not sure what that is. (laughs) So I apologize if there's like a quicker way and I just don't know, uh, what that quicker way is. But, um, so that's how you'll go on there and get information. That's how you'll see the show notes, um, and all of that stuff. So um, okay, so at the NTA conference, um, first speaker that I kind of want to talk about that I think you guys would maybe get some some good information about was um, Leslie Korn, and that is her last name is C or I'm sorry K O R N. So she is actually a nutritional therapy practitioner and um, a doctor. I'm pretty sure she has um, she's a doctor or a um, or she has a PhD or something that I should have had this pulled up. Yeah, she has PhD. So, um, it says that she's an internationally renowned expert in mental health nutrition and integrative medicine and trauma. So, um, anyway, she had some really interesting things that were to, to say that I thought were very interesting, um, in regards to mood and like helping like different supplements that you could help to enhance your mood and like things like that and um, one of the things that I thought that you guys well a couple of things first of all um, she definitely talks about the um, one of the things that she talked about was getting to sleep faster which I thought was really interesting because I am definitely one of those people that I have a hard time shutting my brain down and I think I'm not alone in that I will I will lay in bed a lot of times and just think of all these things, because I think during the day I have so much going on and I'm so busy. I don't have time to think about the next things on the list to do. So I will think of these things while I'm laying in bed at night and I'm like, oh, I need to make that list I need to write these things down. But I don't wanna sit there and write all these things down cause I'm trying to go to sleep. And so it's very, it can be very frustrating. So a lot of times what I'll do, especially if I'm, if I'm having a really difficult time going to sleep is I will pop in a little like one earbud and I will listen to you know I'll set my sleep timer on like a podcast or an audio book or something, and I will listen to that while I fall asleep, and that definitely quiets my brain. But what I don't like doing about that is I don't like having you know the EMFs. I don't like I really don't like even using the wireless head but you know the um, the wireless headphones or earbuds. I just, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't think we know all the kind of deleterious effects of all of that stuff yet. Um, We know that it's not good, but I don't think we know everything. So I, I'm just, you know, I get worried about like, what am I doing to myself listening to this stuff or whatever? And I can't just... You know listen to something like when I went to Portland I was having a hard time going to sleep um you know the time's different and so sometimes it's you know it's a little bit harder to try to get on the schedule the west coast schedule versus my typical east coast schedule so but I had a bedroom to myself and so I would just turn my um, phone on you know it's positioned on the other side of the room from me and I would have it down you know fairly low and have the sleep timer on so you know it would play for 15 minutes and in 15 minutes I would be out anyway and then it shuts off and no big deal but I can't do that in my own bedroom at home because that would keep my husband up and he would you know that would not he has to have everything like super quiet and super dark and so we're just very different in that so anyway she talks about um, this uh, nut that can be made into a tea and it is available and I have looked into where to get it. And maybe some of you guys have heard of this before and I had never heard of it. So this was very interesting to me, but it's called Capomo and also called Ramon. So you may have heard it as Ramon. She specifically recommended um, one called Ticino. Um, I believe it's T E C C I N O or it might be, Oh, it's actually, I think it's T E E C C I N O. Um, So it's basically this, chicory herbal tea um this made with this nut this capomo nut and um she recommended the one called cafe de capomo so like a coffee um capomo coffee basically so a lot of the things that this has in it that is so amazing and is so good for us and they you know are um make this such a great drink is well, number one, it's not affected by aflatoxins, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with aflatoxins, but it's one of the reasons that I definitely recommend that you use an organic coffee, always use an organic coffee, but beyond getting the organic, you still have to kind of be careful because even the organic coffee, if it's not stored properly, can grow mold, which is these aflatoxins. Another, um, thing that is notorious for aflatoxins is peanuts so some people have heard of it with peanuts but it is rampant in coffee production as well so um you know hate to break it to you but like your starbucks and all that stuff probably riddled with aflatoxins so um, getting organic coffee is important but getting one that is treated properly and stored properly so that it doesn't allow these molds to grow and so apparently this maya nut this um, capomo is not affected by aflatoxins it's also 100 caffeine free and it is gluten free um, and it has a very low glycemic index so it works really well if you're on a low carbohydrate diet or just trying to watch your sugars or your say keto. Um, it works really well for that. So it also has a great amino acid content, which is one of the reasons that she was talking about it in her talk was um, just the amino acids and how soothing and how um, our brain needs these and can really help us in trying to like calm ourselves down and, and our brain and, and those types of things. But it also is very high and it's got great protein. It's high in which, you know, obviously the amino acids, but it is also high in potassium, fiber, calcium, iron, um, lots of different antioxidants, zinc and vitamins A, B, C, and E. So, um, it's a, pretty, you know, good punch of a lot of things that we need in our diet. And apparently, and I have not tried it yet, but apparently you can get it in a dark roast. You can get it in, um, I looked it up here and let me see if I can pull this up so I can show you or so I can tell you. Um, I believe it's also, you can get it like on Amazon and all of these different, um, all these different Versions on Amazon, but this particular brand that she was talking about, I think, is the one that she likes the best. Um, probably it is it is organic. You get or you can get it organic. I don't know if it's all organic. Um, this Ticino, but they do have um, they have different flavors. You can get like vanilla nut. They have um, I sell a mocha. I think I saw a hazelnut. There's all these different types of um, flavors, which is kind of cool. Um, they've got, a, um, I think I saw like a chocolate or something. So apparently this kind of tastes, uh, has a, like a little bit of a chocolate note and maybe like a cinnamon note, according to some of the reviews and things that I saw. So this isn't, it kind of looks like coffee when it's brewed, at least what I'm seeing, but it doesn't look, you know, I'm not hundred percent sure that it's going to taste just like coffee. Um, some of the reviews that I read said that it's really good to make like a mocha or like a bulletproof, um, I'm sorry, not a mocha, but like a, Um, like a latte style so like maybe like a bulletproof latte style thing so maybe if you did it um, in like a french press and then put this into whatever however you make your bullet if you do bulletproof coffee however you make your bulletproof coffee so one of the suggestions was to do this in a french press and then put it into your blender with some heavy whipping cream and then just blend that up till it's frothy and then it's like you're having like a latte or cappuccino or something. So um, that might be something that you want to try. So, and you can drink this any time of the day because it is completely caffeine free. So it's not like decaf. Um, they don't decaffeinate it, it just has no caffeine. So, this is something that you can drink any time of the day. And again, it has all of these um, great um, properties to it that are really good for our overall health and um, apparently for kind of helping us. Um, another thing that she said was um, that I thought was really interesting is that if you are dealing with anxiety, kava might be um, helpful for that. And to help you um, kind of de-stress and um, just kind of, you know, get away from some of the some of just the everyday stresses. She also said that to enhance, help enhance melatonin production, and I had heard this before, but had kind of forgotten about it or just not really thought much about it. It is something I used to recommend to clients and I feel like I've kind of, I don't really recommend it anymore and I'm not sure if it's because I haven't had clients that I've needed to recommend it to lately or if I just kind of have been forgetting because I felt like when I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, I haven't really talked about that much. Um, is that cherries, eating cherries before bed can help to enhance melatonin production. So um, cherries do help that. And so instead of taking melatonin, it's always better if you can let your body, and sometimes we can't, but it's always better if we can let our body to produce naturally these things that we're trying to produce. So instead of taking melatonin, um, taking something that will help you and do you know help your to induce your body to produce it is um is good. So cherries are good for that. Um she also talked about GLA. So that's gamma linoleic acid and um talking about like kind of the essential fatty acids and what different things can kind of help with our mood and our cognition. Um, because you know, our brains need these essential fatty acids. Um, it's very important. And GLA is a, is a big one for mood and cognition. And so she was talking about, um, we actually, I actually heard this in a couple of different talks, which I'm going to talk about another speaker that also talked about hemp oil, but she talked about hemp oil, Black currant and borage seed, um, which you can get borage oil. And she talked about, like, if you're doing the um, borage oil, taking about a thousand milligrams of that um, to get your GLA in. Um, and another way is through the hemp and I definitely am one that recommend that to my clients. Um, it's, it's a super easy way to get these essential fatty acids that we need is to add hemp to your, you know, different things, different, um, you know, foods or salads or whatever, um, getting the hemp seed is really good. You can also get the, you wanna get raw, organic and unrefined, but you can get the hemp seed oil, which is really easy to put on like pretty much anything. Um, You can put it on your salad, you can put it on veggies, you can put it on meats. Um, like really easy to, to do and to put on. And I like the Nativa brand. So a lot of you are familiar with Nativa. It's N-U-T-I-V-A um, because a lot of you will buy that, their organic uh, coconut oil as well. And that is my favorite brand of coconut oil. Um, most of the time that's what I grab um, when I'm out. But so Nativa also does the organic hemp oil, which is great. Um, okay, and then I was trying to okay, I think that's pretty much all that I kind of wanted to share with you guys from her. Um, I took a bunch more information from her, but it's mostly stuff that um is gonna be used for in for NTPs and not things that you guys probably really care that much about. Um, one of my other favorite speakers was Dr. Jack Wolfson. So um again, have heard him before, and he is just I just love him. I think he's really excellent. I had never read his book before, though. It's called The Paleo Cardiologist and listening to him talk and some of the things that he had talked that he talked about and I think maybe because I had spent the month of February giving talks to um, different different uh, businesses and different corporations on heart health and uh, cardiovascular health so that was um, his talk was like super interesting to me because I've kind of been I had been like really in the trenches with the cardiovascular health over the last month so I really liked hearing it from a cardiologist who's obviously an expert in his field, um, which I am not. I, you know, have learned very, very little about cardiovascular health, obviously, um, when compared to a cardiologist, but just being able to listen to what he says and kind of um, get more information than I knew and then I would be able to then share <clears throat> with people and also kind of validating some of the things that I was talking about Um, throughout the month of February and my talks. It was just really super fascinating. So I did download his book on Audible uh, like almost immediately and started listening to that. And I think I had it completed before I even got home um, from the the conference. But he talked about a lot of awesome things. So he has a website, The Doctors, and that is The DRS. Wolfson, W-O-L-F-S-O-N.com. Again, I'll have this in the show notes, but, um, it's the doctor's Wolfson because he actually met and married a chiropractor. Um, his wife is a chiropractor <clears throat> and she is who kind of changed, um, kind of turned his life around. So he was a cardiologist, uh, prior to meeting her. And kind of was doing things Um, his father was a cardiologist and so he kind of was following the footsteps of his father and doing things uh, really the typical um, allopathic medicine way and met his wife and was like oh my gosh this woman is you know amazing she's a genius she's um, you know kind of turning everything that I have learned on its head and so he made a lot of changes and so He is now kind of an integrative cardiologist um, and is just really, um, man, his book is amazing. I really recommend that you read that. Now, he is paleo, and so if you are listening to this podcast and you are only listening because you're keto and you want keto advice, then um, I would say it's still worth a read for you. Keto and paleo are very, very similar, and we pretty much believe in many of the same elements and a lot of what he has to say is just really it's just really good so again you can go learn more about him at the doctorswolfson.com and he has um, the book he's got information on there I think he has like <clears throat> um, kind of a blog or it's called a health library where they he has some um, different information on there about chiropractic care and heart health and you know all this kind of stuff so um, definitely worth going and learning more about that. Okay, and then another one that we heard about. Now, this speaker, I was a little bit confused about this because I think that actually this speaker was not supposed to be the speaker. Um, and this is weird, but I think it was actually supposed to be one this, this his partner Um, and then this guy ended up talking because the partner wasn't there or wasn't going to talk because on the speaker lineup, it was this Wade Lightheart and he is the co-founder of Bio Optimizers, which is a, um, company they have, um, they, they sell a bunch of, um, several different supplements, mostly, that have to do with digestion and probiotics and those types of things but so his partner got up and talked and um, i believe it was dr stefan cassian, cassian um, and he talked about kind of um, the kind of big issues with digestion and kind of how you know if you have dysfunction, which I've talked a lot about on this podcast. Um, He kind of simplified it and said the ABCs of digestive dysfunction, which are A is acid reflux, B would be bloating and gas, and C is constipation and diarrhea. We've talked about those things on here, excuse me, a lot. And then he talked about the antidotes um, for those things with diet and with lifestyle, which is diet and hydration, exercise and fasting and talked about like some of the best uh, supplements that you can take. His suggestion is you need a cultured enzyme, probiotics, and HCL, um, which HCL is because most of us are de- deficient in hydrochloric acid production, which is what we have to have to break down proteins into the amino acids that our body needs. And so um, some of the things that he talked about that I thought was interesting was um, you kind of always hear that the more strains of probiotics, the better, um, not just the CFUs, the col- colony forming units, but the strains like <clears throat> I know in the past that I've kind of been like, well, I guess I need to get a probiotic that has like all these different strains of, of, of gut bugs, right? Like the bifido and the lactobacillus and all that, you know, you just want like all these crazy strains is the more, the better. And he actually said, no, that, that he disagrees with that. Um, and that you really don't want to take, it's really not the more, the better. And then, um, he also said that that is he would apply that same idea to the colony forming units that it's not the more the better for cfu's either that you actually you know you got to be kind of cautious on how much you're putting onto your body um and into your you know into your gut and what is actually gonna to live so um he is suggesting a freeze-dried probiotic which this was also something that was interesting to me Um, So I wanted to share it with you because, again, I had always thought that you really needed to make sure, not that they have to be stored in the refrigerator because that doesn't necessarily mean that they are of the best quality because I know a lot of times you think, oh, well, if your probiotic's not stored in the refrigerator, then they're going to be dead and that, you know, that's not it's not going to be good when you take them there it's not going to help anyway. And he was kind of bringing up the point that if it has to be stored in the refrigerator, then what's going to happen to it when you ingest it and then it goes into your body, which is 98 degrees. Like that doesn't make sense. Like it's, they're not going to die. Um, that's not the only way to keep them is in the refrigerator. Um, so he was talking about getting the freeze dried ones. Um, making sure that you are getting a broad variety of different foods. Um, So not kind of eating the same thing over and over, but trying to get a broad variety, eliminating um, any of the artificial sweeteners like aspartame and, you know, sucralose, Splenda, those things. Doing intermittent fasting um, is really good for helping your, uh, your intestinal health and allowing your body to kind of sweep, do a sweep of your intestine, of your, Intestines and your digestive tract to be able to clean those bad bugs out and kind of keep that moving. And, um, he says that there's a single strand that's proven to eliminate the bad guys. And that's this L plantarium O M. So he says it's specifically capable of killing parasites and viruses and things like Candida overgrowth, which many people have a lot of. So of course they sell this strand. Um, and it's called P3OM. So I did get it and I am gonna try it for a while. So I quit taking the typical, the normal probiotics that I take, which is a biotics research brand. Probiotic um, that I I trust and I know is a good probiotic but it is several different strands so I thought okay well I've never taken this strand specifically um, so I will try this so I will report back and let you guys know (laughs) what happens but I will put this um, information again um, in the show notes. One of the other things he talked about was enzymes for helping you digest your food which many of us because of stress because of Environmental toxins, because of our poor diets in the past, we don't have the ability to digest as well as we once did, and our and our bodies are not producing. You know, like our pancreas just does not pump out the um, all the enzymes the way that maybe is optimal for us. So, um, he talked about some of the different, um, enzymes that you can take, like a food-based one, like papaya. So papaya is really is a great enzyme to take for digestion. And it kind of made me kind of took me back to my childhood. So my grandma always had, um, these papayas, these chewable papaya enzyme, you know, supplements, on her um next to her sink and she took those and my grandpa took those every time they ate they would eat these little papaya um supplements and they tasted so good and of course i don't know what was in them and i don't know they were really all that great but it was like a treat for us so we would beg grandma to let us have a papaya pill, we called them, when we would go to her house. So she would um, always let us have, we'd get like one or two of them. And they were just like eating candy. They were so good. But um, I remember my grandparents taking those every time they ate. They would eat a couple of those papaya enzymes, digestive enzymes. So um, Then you also talked about animal-based. So that's like your ox bile derived from ox obviously so it's the bile from the ox so that really helps you with fat digestion we've definitely talked about that on here and then there's other enzymes there's a systemic and there's cultured scientifically engineered ones Um, so anyway these that they offer are these um, cultured enzyme formulas so i thought i would try that he also talked about um, saunas and why saunas are so helpful in the different um, enzymes that are activated by using saunas so i think that is super awesome (laughs) so and i cannot say enough good things about sauna use so i love that you guys know that Um, he also talked about just mindful eating and and I just thought it was worth noting and just making sure that with my clients and with and with you guys here on this podcast that I'm really hammering that home every week is, you know, I know you guys are listening to this because you are wanting to improve your health. You're you're thinking, you know, maybe keto's the way to go and you want to do these things. But if you can't digest your food and you can't digest your fats. Then keto is not gonna work for you either. So, you know, I hear a lot of people say, oh, it just didn't work for me, or I hit a plateau and I can't go any further. And a lot of that is because you're just not able to break down the food properly. Um, you're going from maybe a primarily carbohydrate based diet to all of a sudden a primarily protein and fat based diet. And um, digestion can really go sideways on you because you're just not your body is just not equipped to digest those things that it should be equipped to digest so um mindful eating is is a big deal and it you know that leads that is what starts the entire digestive process it really begins in your brain so it begins with thinking about what you're about to eat um you know really being mindful of what you're eating not sitting in front of the TV and just kind of zoning out and just shoveling food in your mouth but really smelling the food looking at the food you know this triggers the salivary um, enzymes that that come out in your mouth, that then you are going to now chew the food and those salivary enzymes are gonna help begin to break down the food before you even swallow it. And it, you know, it's also chewing enough times, you gotta allow enough time for those salivary enzymes to really begin to work on that food. So it's just one of those things that I thought was really kind of a interesting thing to just make sure that I'm reminding you guys that That's really, really important and it's really easy to overlook and we can think, oh, I need to take all of these different supplements when maybe what you really need to do is just sit down, take a few deep breaths, smell your food, think about eating your food, slow down while you eat your food and just allow your body to to really begin to work the way it's supposed to. Um, one thing that he also mentioned was doing the bicarb test, so bicarbonate. Um, so I thought I should <clears throat> just mention this because this is a, something that I talk to my clients about as well and I thought is, is helpful. Um, so a lot of times people say, well, how do I know if I have good uh, HCL production or not? Well, kind of a, a like a little rudimentary test that you can do at home is you can take a cup of water and a quarter cup of baking soda and mix that up and drink that. Within five minutes, you will burp. If you don't burp within five minutes, then you know that you are low on HCL. So that's kind of a a simple way to do it because what happens is when you swallow that bicarbonate, that baking soda, your hydrochloric acid should be able to um, neutralize that and will you will not, you know, you're you're going to have as it's neutralizing as it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. It's going to create gas, and then you're going to burp. So if you if you swallow that baking soda and you don't burp, then you know that the hydrochloric acid is not enough or isn't present in there to even create that gas that's going to cause you to burp. So um, that was kind of a. A nice little thing that you could do he also talked about apple cider vinegar um, with a meal to help digest i think that's a great suggestion that's always a good place to start Um, You don't necessarily have to start with an HCL supplement. You could just start with apple cider vinegar. And I will tell you that for most people that I have worked with, myself included, apple cider vinegar isn't enough. Um, That wasn't enough to get things going. But you could start there and you could try that because there's all kinds of benefits to apple cider vinegar um, beyond just helping you with acid production. So um, that could be good. And then, of course, like I said, the betaine HCL, that is a good supplement to take if you think that you need it. Okay, so to wrap up the conference, my absolute favorite speaker of the weekend was Ann Louise Gittleman. So if you've not heard of Ann Louise Gittleman, I do definitely suggest that you go look her up and um, make yourself familiar with her. Now she is a little bit controversial and she does have some, she is radical. Um, And her thinking which I really don't know how else to put it and it's um, it sounds kind of silly because her newest book is called radical metabolism, but she really is radical in her thinking so I have actually been listening to her and I have read several of her books, I think she has written like 20 or 30 books. Um, I don't even know how many, but a ton. Um, She has been at this. She is a PhD and um, she is a nutritionist. And she has really been at this game now for like 30 years. So she knows her stuff. She's been around a long time, but she has some different ideas and some ideas out there that she really speaks loudly about and will make you, you know, kind of, really have to think about things like, hmm, really? So she's really out there challenging the status quo. She's challenging what we hear um, in this nutrition field. And a lot of what she says, she is very, she's very for um, eating a lot of fat and and being a fat burner and um, not specifically, she doesn't specifically promote keto, um, but she doesn't have a problem with keto or paleo or any of those um, types of, you know, ways of eating, but she is very much on the forefront of talking about digestion and how important that is if you're going, however you're going to eat, but specifically if you're going to eat a diet that requires a lot of digestion, you need to make sure your digestion is right. And I totally agree with her and this is why I started listening to her and get, reading her books and everything um, several years ago because I, what she was saying resonated with me. And if you listen to this podcast very much at all, then you know that that is definitely something that I talk about all the time. It is something I address in pretty much every um, every talk, every seminar, every everything that I do, I address digestion, because it really is the foundation of our health. If we cannot digest things, then we are not going to be able to get what we need out of the things that we are eating. Um, and not only can we, will we not get the things that we need out of them, but it also is going to mess up other processes in our body. A lot of people don't realize how connected digestion and detox is. If you can't, if your, if your digestion is impaired, then your detoxification is also impaired. So some really, um, kind of radical things that she talked about is we all hear about, um, about essential fatty acids, or at least I feel like we all do. <laughs> maybe maybe you don't, but in the nutritional world, um, kind of in the world that I am in, my professional world, um, we talk about EFAs all the time. And many of us know of essential fatty acids as our omega-6s and our omega-3s. Um, but we also hear, and again, maybe this isn't something that necessarily is, is uh, as known outside of the nutritional world but it's uh, we are definitely over uh, the ratio of omega-6s to omega-3s so our omega-6 to omega-3 ratio is somewhere around 20 to 1 and I've heard it said that we really need to be closer to like a one-to-one ratio Uh, maybe a three-to-one four-to-one somewhere in that realm Um, but we and and not only are we do we have way too much omega-6 in our diet because omega-6 fatty acids are in pretty much every processed packaged food out there Um, but it's the wrong kind of omega-6s so omega-6s are your seed oils your quote-unquote vegetable oils that are really not vegetables Um, but you're going to get your omega-6s from like the soybean oils and the cottonseed oils and um, canola oils and you know all of those sunflower oils all of those oils that that are in all of these processed foods and unfortunately those oils are terrible um they build terrible cell membranes they um they lead to oxidative damage inside our bodies most of them all of them by the time they reach us are rancid and um just have just create massive free radical damage inside of us it's they're really really bad i mean there's like nothing good that can be said said for them really nothing um the process of how they make these oils is terrible and we have been duped for the last 50 years into believing that these are the oils we're supposed to be eating not our saturated fats not our monounsaturated as much not our poly not the good polyunsaturated fats which there are some good ones out there but we are, you know, we have been, we've been scared to death to, you know, they put out these crazy articles about, um, how coconut oil is terrible for us, which is absolutely not true. Um, coconut oil is great for us. Um, there are many, many benefits to coconut oil, not only to ingesting it and eating, you know, having it, eating it, using it to cook with, but for topical, um, uses on our skin for our, um, you know, I do oil pulling with coconut oil, which is an excellent uh, use for coconut oil as well. There are so many really great things, but because it's saturated fat and saturated fat has been demonized for so long, they, they have gone on the attack of coconut oil. And why? Because coconut oil has become very popular because people are talking about how good it is for us, especially with the movement over the last several years, maybe the last, um, you know, five to 10 years of paleo and keto and uh, the whole 30 and all these these you know more moving toward kind of our ancestral diets and the way we would have eaten and people are talking about how great coconut oil is and it and people are moving away from these rancid seed oils these soybean oils and stuff and who is behind? the push to get the the coconut oil, you know, dethroned as being this great oil that we use. Well, of course, it's the industry of the seed oils. Of course, these things are being paid for and promoted by the soybean grower associations and things like this. So you always have to ask yourself when you see something like that come out, like, okay, who's really behind this? Why all of a sudden are we seeing and hearing that this coconut oil that has been used for generations is all of a sudden being demonized and we're being told we need to avoid it or it's going to clog our arteries and it's terrible for us and all the saturated fat and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, but one of the things that uh, that makes Anne Louise so radical is that she actually believes that we need to be definitely um, – emphasizing the omega-6s the right omega-6s and she feels like we're putting we're kind of swinging too far the wrong way we're putting too much emphasis on omega-3s and uh, not enough on omega-6s and so omega 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 sixes, all of these, um, all of these essential fatty acids, they are um, instrumental in producing what is called prostaglandins, and these are kind of these are these are hormones that um, really help us to regulate um, inflammation in the body. So some are inflammatory, some are anti-inflammatory, um, they work with our immune system to um, regulate these processes in our bodies. And you know we're kind of Learn. We're kind of told that omega sixes are inflammatory and omega threes are anti-inflammatory, and we actually need both. There is there is much need in our bodies for both. We can't say that one is better. You know that we that we don't need one or the other. We do, um, but it's just we need to have these in balance. Like these need to be working symbiotic symbiolic. But that's an easy word for me to say, right? Um, <laughs> they, in uh, in together, they need to work together. There you go, um, to be able to get the immune systems that we want and um, the hormone production properly that we want and all this kind of thing. Um, so she just brings out that we really need to be getting much more of these essential fatty acids from the omega-6s and, uh, how important these things are for muscle rebuilding and reducing our toxicity and, uh, and hair, skin, and nails, and just all of these things. Um, she talks about, um, just the importance and how for women specifically, um, when we up our omega-6 intake of the right omega-6s that we will start to see, um, uh, symptoms around our period, around our time of month, like, um, any type of, um, I cannot even think of the word, which is absolutely crazy to me. PMS. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Um, that's how little PMS I get anymore. Um, I don't even think about it, that, that it will actually start to, um, help to diminish those symptoms and women will start to see that they're not even having the PMS symptoms that they were having before. So I think that's um, just really interesting. So anyway, so she talked about the omega-6s that she recommends um, is the hemp oil. Um, again, I kind of talked about this earlier in uh, when we were talking about GLA and whatnot. And, and then she recommends pine nut oil and uh, Siberian pine nut oil. And so what's really interesting about the pine nut oil to me is I had never given pine nut oil like a thought. Um, just never. And I have, I like pine nuts and I will eat pine nuts on my salad. And I love a salad with some toasted pine nuts, um, but never thought anything about pine nut oil. So she was talking about making sure that you, um, are getting pine nut oil for the omega-6 and she said that there is nothing better at healing leaky gut And helping with uh, to eradicate an H. pylori infection, which people I don't think realize how prevalent H. pylori is these days because we have such low hydrochloric acid production kind of across the board and it allows parasites like H. pylori to be able to get in and take hold because typically our stomach acid is what it's kind of the gateway it's the gatekeeper it kills these things before they can get in and take hold but when we have a low stomach acid and where they're able to kind of get through that gate um, then they set up shop in our small intestine and then we have all of these, uh, leaky gut issues and H pylori is absolutely associated with leaky gut and can cause all kinds of problems and issues. And is, again, you know, it's very, it's actually very common anymore to see this pop up on someone's, uh, you know, if you go get a stool test and you get the results back from that, um, often I will see on those tests, um, that people are popping up with this H pylori um so anyway uh pine nut oil she says uh, if you do one teaspoon three times a day you can absolutely reverse leaky gut and get rid of h pylori which is um, amazing Um, hemp seed oil again Um, she says this is great for topical use it's great for putting on salads and um, you know adding it to many of your favorite recipes and i talked about the nutiva brand is what i like there and with these oils you do want to be getting um, organic natural um, cold pressed um, oils you definitely want to make sure you're getting them cold pressed so the pine nut oil Um, You also want to make sure it's 100% both of these oils, that they're 100% um, pine nut or 100% hemp oil. And um, the pine nut oil, for instance, is one gram of saturated fat, one and a half grams of polyunsaturated fat, and um, 11 grams of monounsaturated fat for uh, a tablespoon. And then the hemp is also one gram of saturated fat, 11 grams of polyunsaturated fat, and two grams of monounsaturated fat. So these are two really great oils to add in to your regimen. Um, I love getting a variety of oils, and I'm always talking about that, like making sure that you are getting a variety of good fats you know don't just eat bacon lard or duck fat or tallow or you know you have to you know break this up get some avocado oil make sure you're getting the coconut oil you want to make sure you're getting um some olive oil get the hemp seed oil get the pine nut oil you know really get a good variety of these good um, natural oils into your diet just make sure you're staying away from these um, rancid uh, seed oils and vegetable oils Um, She also talked about some other great oils, are sesame seed oils and evening primrose oil. Um, She also talked about CLA is great for preserving lean muscle mass. Um, And I know I've heard for years that CLA is really good with helping with weight loss. You may have heard that as well. Um, She definitely talks a little bit about that in the book. Um, She also talks about a lot about bile production and um, the health of our gallbladders and how they are. Our gallbladder is linked to so many things, and one of the things that um, she, that I heard first from her was the link of ga- our gallbladder function to thyroid, and um, how many people that have impaired gallbladders or don't have a gallbladder also are struggling with hypothyroidism so i think that is a really fascinating connection um, she also talks about how important bile production is for detoxification which is huge um, and we don't hear a lot about that um, she talks about she talked a lot about choline being essential for good pile production um, and making sure she said if you are um, if you have issues with fatty liver or you you know if you know if if you've gone to your doctor and your doctor's like, yeah, um, you know, you've got some fatty liver issues here or you are having gallbladder issues, um, doing 500 milligrams of choline with meals for two months. Uh, she said she has seen that reverse fatty liver so that that was very interesting as well. Um, let's see. Uh, and then again, she talked about the, the length, uh, uh, the link between gallbladder and thyroid. She says that the enzyme, um, it stimulate, stimulates the release of bile is the same enzyme that stimulates T4 to T3 conversion in our bodies, which I thought was, I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. Um, She also talks a lot about in her book and then in her talk, she talked a lot about EMFs and how that, you know, obviously we, we know we're inundated with all these electric magnetic fields with everything is all wireless and we're always, you know, we're constantly, Um, connected to technology and just how this causes us to emit stress proteins that increase our cortisol and ultimately we know if we have an increase of cortisol we are going to start gaining weight so um, just being mindful of those things trying to reduce our exposures to the emfs um, you know Keeping that stuff away from us in our bedrooms, which you know I was talking about in the beginning of this podcast, how you know I do struggle with that. Um, I need to find some better ways to be able to calm my brain because I do realize that um, exposing myself to the EMFs as I'm sleeping at night is just not a good thing. So making sure that you're keeping your phones away from your bed, you know, don't keep them by your bedside. Um, You know, if you have a bathroom attached to your master bedroom, you know, maybe plug them in there and let them charge overnight or, um, you know, at least on the other side of the room away from you. Um, She talked about the importance of grounding um, and, you know, earthing, which I've talked about a lot. She talked about her love for roasted dandelion root tea, um, for helping to um, really helping you with detoxification and glutathione production. So glutathione is our major um, detoxification antioxidant. If we cannot produce glutathione and a lot of us can't produce it adequately. I know when I first started seeing my functional medicine practitioner several years ago, I was having a difficult time producing glutathione. Um, she recommended doing a liposomal glutathione. If you, um, are having an issue with that, like you can do a cream, a liposomal cream, which I did, um, with the uh, glutathione at the time. You can also take like 600 milligrams of NAC, that's N-acetylcysteine, and that is a precursor to glutathione. Um, your body needs NAC in order to be able to produce it. So um, that was uh, that was good. Um, that's a good way to, to be able to help your body produce it. Um she also talked about clean water revival um CWR in Stewart, Florida. Um she talked about that you can actually send them a sample of your water and they will analyze that for you for free. So I have not done that yet. I'm gonna look into it and I will try to link that in the show notes for you um, because I think that is really brilliant. Um, because what it does is, you know, my water here in Cincinnati is gonna be very different than like the water that was in Portland. Um, Oregon when I was there so knowing exactly what's in your water and that will help you know exactly what you're trying to filter out um, to make sure that you don't have these things in your water Um, it can be there can be some really surprising um, substances in different municipalities uh, water Um, She also talks about making sure that you're using a binder. Um, And I've heard other, um, you know, nutritional experts and integrative doctors and functional medicine practitioners talk about doing a binder every single day. And I have talked about it on this podcast before. I've done videos on it before um, using like bentonite clay, using chlorella, using um, activated charcoal, Um, those types of things as a binder are great. And I typically will keep activated charcoal capsules with me anytime I eat out. Um, And then if I'm not 100% sure of the quality of what I'm eating or what they're cooking it in, that type of stuff, then I will take those charcoal pills after eating. So just the importance of a good binder and making sure that you are kind of utilizing that. She really likes bile salts as a binder, um, says that that is the number one. best binder out there. And you know, when we produce bile, one of the functions of bile in our body is to, um, the liver will use it to excrete toxins, um, through our feces. Um, we excrete them out of the body that way. So, um, so that was great and really good Um, information from her. She also talks about being very cognizant of what is in your kitchen and what you're cooking with and preparing your food with, which was, this was very convicting to me because I, um, have to tell you that I am definitely guilty of this. Um, I started out, um, year, you know, whenever years ago I was cooking on plastic, um, microwavable Bacon pans, and uh, they say BPA free, but then you know we heard all the information coming out about how yeah it may not inc- may not have BPA, but it's probably got these other plastic things that are not good on there. So thinking, um, okay, man, that's, uh, that's a bummer. So I guess I have to stop doing that. So then I started cooking our bacon in the oven. Um, you can cook it at 400 degrees for about 15 minutes and make this great pan of bacon. Well, I was putting aluminum foil on the aluminum cookie sheet um, to cook the bacon, which is another no-no because now you've got all this aluminum that's getting, that's leaching into your stuff. And so I'm like, oh my goodness, like there's just all this stuff. So I started cooking with parchment paper on the cookie sheet. So, um, and Anne has been instrumental in changing the way that I do these things because she kind of brought it to my attention and made it uh, make sense for me. And so really any time that you, it's not that you cannot have aluminum foil in your house anymore because we all know that aluminum foil is good for so many different things and there's really nothing that can replace it when it comes to like keeping something hot or covering something up or you want to put something on the grill but just being cognizant of it and actually not touching the food so that it can't leach that aluminum um, which is a poison to us so it can't leach that aluminum into our foods. And when we heat it, it makes it that much worse to do. So one of the tips is if you wanna use aluminum foil to cover something, a, a dish or casserole or some meat you just got off the grill or whatever, is to use parchment paper um, first, put parchment paper over it and and then use the aluminum foil over that. So the aluminum the aluminum is not actually coming in contact with your food. So, um, so now instead of using the aluminum cookie sheet or the aluminum foil, on the cookie sheet to do the bacon, I'm just using an unbleached uh, parchment paper and it comes out beautiful every time, it's great. It's a really great way to cook and just using parchment paper every time you're making anything on a baking sheet because they are aluminum um, will really help you with that. And then the other option for cooking, of course, is just to use uh, clay, um, like clay-based or stoneware or um, an enamel-covered, um uh what am i trying to say like um like my i use uh le croissant and that is the enamel covered um iron you know pans so you cooking in those they're beautiful to cook in they um you know it create this really really awesome um dishes in these and and we love to cook in the iron but um again we don't want that iron leaching into our food because then we can get um, too much iron in our bodies and our ferritin levels, which is our stored iron can get way too high. Um, and this is more of a problem in general for men, um, since they don't menstruate, which we've talked about on this show before having men go and give blood periodically to help, um, kind of mitigate having, um, iron storage levels that are too high. Um, so anyway, she was just, um, She just, there are so many things that she talked about. I could go on and on about Anne Louise Gettleman and so many of the things that she talked about that I just loved. But I'm not going to because we need to wrap this up. I'm already at an hour. But you can find out more about Anne Louise Gettleman on her website. Um, She does, I think it's called... um, see if I can find it for you. I think if you just put in Anne Louise Gettleman, she'll come up. But um, oh, it looks like radicalmetabolism.com is, that one is really specifically about um, her radical metabolism book. But um, I think that you can, oh yeah, here it is. It's it's just annelouise.com. So that's A-N-N-L-O-U-I-S-E.com. And again, I will put that in the show notes she has a free metabolism reboot video course and she talks a lot about um, many of these things that i'm telling you guys about now um she has another book called um that i enjoyed was called the fat flesh cookbook Um, another one called guess what came to dinner and that talks all about parasites and your health which i think is um is really interesting um, information because we don't hear a whole lot about that um and i think that's pretty much all i wanted to share with you guys from that weekend oh and there are a couple of vendors i didn't really get to and um to talk to you guys about i don't want to um keep this going too long but we do have um there is a a couple of people that i'm going to have on the on the podcast here in the upcoming weeks one of them is heart to heart farms so they are located in oregon i believe um yeah, in Sherwood, Oregon. So you can go, it's the Boggs Family Heart to Heart Farms. You can go to Heart, the number two, Heart Farms. That's H-E-A-R-T to HeartFarms.com and get more information about them. But I have to tell you guys, they it was the best bacon I've ever had in my entire life. Um, And they grow their, you know, they grow all their own food. They're, you know, they have meat and produce. They do um, parties and petting zoos where you can learn about animals. They do um, field trips. They have all of these like really cool stuff that they get to do there that you can do there. You can actually go and do internships there and volunteer there. Um, I wish they were closer to me, but if you are in the that general area, they do deliver um, to that area. As far as I know, they don't have any shipping available right now. So if you're like me and your states away, I don't think you can get it, but I would encourage you to go check out their information on their website and maybe reach out to them Another um, booth that I absolutely loved visiting there was Bonafide Provisions, so as you all know, that is the uh, bone broth that I recommend highly um to all of my uh, listeners and to my clients so i'm also going to have her on do an interview and talk about her story it's really a fascinating story and um, just makes me love the company all that much more so there are just some really a lot of great things learned there there's also a um, a company that creates um a tooth powder like a toothbrush you know powder instead of a paste and A deodorant that is like my new favorite by far so I'm gonna see if I can also perhaps get her to come out on and talk about her product I don't know her story Um, she is a nutritional therapy practitioner and started this company and I'm telling you oh my gosh I mean I have tried every um, every de- natural deodorant out there. And there's a few that I like. Okay. But after trying this one, I was like, Oh my gosh. I mean, there is no comparison in my opinion. So I'm excited to share that with you guys. Um, so I think that's about all I have for today. I am going to be taking the next two weeks off from podcasting. So, uh, there will be no additional podcast episodes. Um, new episodes coming out over the next two weeks, I will probably do a replay of a couple of episodes that I have done in the past. Um, now that I have 75 other episodes to choose from, I'll probably pick a couple of those. My kiddos are on spring break next week and then we are moving, um, next Friday. So super excited. We are actually moving out to our farm. Um, so we're, um, officially moving, um, After the kids get out of school here in the next two, you know, couple months. Um, But we are going to be moving most of our belongings out of our current home. We have some remodeling we're gonna do here and then get it on the market for sale. And so we will be um, staying over at the farm. And then we have some remodeling projects we want to do there. So then we're going to be moving around again, and then um, doing some remodeling projects there. And then so it's going to be a crazy next couple of months. But the next couple of weeks, for sure, between spring break and moving, um, it's just going to be I think way too hard for me to be able to get any new episodes out. Um, and unfortunately, I lost um, my interviews that I had scheduled to go and there's just no time to do new ones um, over the next week or two. So I'm um, going to be putting that off, but it is very exciting to be moving over to the farm. So as you know, we have our, our vacation rental, our cabin that is located there and we have our farm, which we are Um, which is a, you know, we've been rescuing, bringing in rescues and unwanted animals, um, special needs animals, stuff like that. And we have, um, because of the impact that we have seen these animals make on our children and specifically our special needs daughter, um, we have, we've, Recently, begun partnering with Gigi's Playhouse, which is um, a, 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 a company. They're an out. They do outreach. They do therapy outreach for. They started out as just doing it for Down syndrome children. And now they are also offering it to um, an array of special needs children. And all of their services are completely free to families. So we have begun um, partnering with them where there is um, a Gigi's Playhouse going to be started here in Cincinnati. And we have been allowing them to use our space uh, for meetings and at the farm. And we will be um, hosting free uh, days for the people that are part of Gigi's Playhouse and the, the guests that are coming there for service to be able to come out to the farm and get some therapy with the animals there at the farm. And so we've also um, decided to start our own nonprofit out there and are going to be opening up our farm for special needs families and groups um, that they can come out um, completely free of charge and have like an afternoon at the farm and be able to interact with the animals. Um, We have just seen amazing, amazing things with the special needs children that we have had out there already and just the connection that they have with the animals and just how beautiful it is um to see those those connections and i swear the animals know um they just love these kids and you know the many of our animals um are different too um they have challenges and so i think the kids are really connecting with these animals in that way so for me being able to move out there there is a another home that is on that property and um, that is our neighbor and he's on our same private drive and he is moving and so we are going to we have the amazing opportunity to purchase his home and be able to move our family out there and be more connected to the farm and all of the things that we want to do out there and um, it's just my heart that is what I want to be doing. Um, you know, it's where I want to be and what I want to be focused on in kind of my off hours um, when I'm not doing the nutritional therapy and um, something that I can share with my children and just a legacy I hope to be able to leave them. And it's just a it's a beautiful thing for our daughter Lily. Um, she is, uh, she does have a syndrome 22Q11, um, is her official syndrome. And then of course she is diagnosed epileptic as well. So, um, you know, it's, it's something that, um, we love for her to have, uh, something that she can do and kind of a purpose, you know, she's learning to take care of the animals and, um spend time out there with them and she can manage things where in other parts of her world um she can't you know do everything that everybody else can do but at the farm she can um you know she the animals don't mind that she doesn't talk and they don't mind that you know she is a little different um they they don't notice and actually i think they love her more for it so um it's just beautiful and we always want to be able to share that with other families um And I can tell you that having a special needs child um, that has medical needs um, can be very draining on a family financially. So being able to offer this and additional services like this to families with children um, free of charge is just um, wonderful. I mean, that is what we want to be able to do um, to help lessen the burden on those families and 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 their desire to give their children um, more and be able to um, offer them more services. So um, so anyway, so we're going to be doing that. Very, very excited about that. And it's just going to be a whirlwind of the next couple of weeks. But I'm super excited. I cannot, I just, oh man, I, I almost just cannot put it into words how excited I am to be able to do this. So thank you all for hearing me out and for listening to my podcast and coming back every week. I really appreciate it. Um, hey, I am taking, I have a couple, of spots currently available for one on one clients, and I think I'm going to be changing things up a little bit going forward. Um, I might start doing just group only classes but um, still kind of experimenting with what I'm gonna do. But for now, I am still having one-on-one clients, and I do have two spots that are open right now um, that you can get into. So if you're interested in that, feel free to visit my website or send me an email, jessica at jessicatai.com. You can get more information. I'll be happy to send you my coaching package information so you can do that. If you have a business um, or a local you know, corporation here and you want me to come out and talk to your employees about whatever, um, nutrition, well, wellness, um, subject that you'd like me to talk about. I'm happy to do that for you. I have a variety of them and I'm happy to do additional ones. And, um, also, another big announcement that I kind of um, haven't talked about much on here is if you are local, if you're local to the Cincinnati area here, I do have an office in Loveland and I recently got a Fit 3D scanner. So it is much like a DEXA scan, um, but if you're here in Cincinnati without a doctor's uh, you know, kind of prescription written, there aren't any places you can go to get a DEXA scan. So um, I have a Fit 3D scanner which gives you much of the same information um, pretty much all of the same information plus some and um, I am super excited to have this for my clients because it will um, it actually gives you your basal metabolic rate which is wonderful for me to be able to show my clients and work with them on really what they need as far as how much fuel their body needs and, um, to help women stop undereating. So I love that, but it also measures your body's, um, you know, your fat mass, your muscle mass, um, bone density. It's going to measure every part of your body, your arms, your legs, your, you know, your bust, your waist, your, your hips everything so it gives you all of those measurements and it actually builds a 3d avatar of your body and then it emails you all these results it also gives you posture information and balance information it's just fascinating i absolutely just love this machine And then um, you can, as you get subsequent scans, it will then overlay the new scans over your original scan. So you can see if the diet and lifestyle you are living is actually helping you reach the goals that you have for yourself physically. So you can see the changes, because we always can't, we can't always see the changes on the scale. You know, you may actually be losing weight, but you're gaining muscle mass while you're losing fat mass. So people think, oh my gosh, I'm not losing anything and I'm doing all this, you know, I'm changing everything, what's wrong? So I love that this can actually give you all those little nuances that maybe you aren't able to see otherwise. So um, if you're interested in that, you can also get more information on my website, and that is jessicatai.com. You can, uh, there is a Fit3D, Sensi Fit3D uh, link there. I think it's cincyfit3dscanner.com might be my, but if you just go to my website, you can click on the link. It'll take you to that page and you can get more information. You can schedule right on there. Um, You can watch a video about it. You can register an account. There's all kinds of fun stuff you can do. So um, feel free to go on there and check that out. And I will talk to you guys soon. Have a wonderful start to your spring, everybody. And uh, we'll talk next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Keto Lifestyle Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed what we shared with you today and are looking forward to the next episode.